This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. On the 24th of February, Russia invaded the Ukraine. One month later, there have been thousands of deaths, deaths over 3 million refugees and an ongoing humanitarian crisis. The invasion has been roundly condemned by the international world, although South Africa has chosen to stay neutral. For the Ukrainian ambassador to South Africa, Her Excellency Lubov Abrovativa, the past month has been an extremely busy and stressful time. I'm delighted to have her as my guest to tell me more. Ambassador, welcome and thank you very much for joining me. Good day, Chief. Ambassador, what was your relationship with the government? Um, firstly, how long have you been in the country? I have worked in South Africa already for five years, since 2017 most of the time as an acting ambassador and since 2020 uh, as ambassador extraordinary and plenipotentiary. What has the relationship between the Ukraine and South Africa been over the, the five years that you've been here? Ukraine and South Africa always carried the uh, legacy of being partners with struggle with apartheid during the times when Ukraine was the part of USSR and was the Ukraine. We were both very and still very young democracies that were just working and started to work to establish bilateral relations on different tracks, starting from trade and economy, of course, politics, but as well science and technology and uh, education, cultural ties. So we didn't have uh, a lot of connections since that time, and especially politically. You might remember that only last year, in October, our uh, foreign ministers spoke first time for the 20 years. This year, on the 16th of March, the history marked uh, the 30th anniversary of establishment of diplomatic relations between Ukraine and South Africa. So we did have a lot of obstacles to build up our cooperation. One of them is, of course, the recent one, uh, which is COVID. For two years, it didn't help a lot to establish strong uh, or regular connections and ties. But meantime, we must admit that we always were working in the shadow of uh, Russian policy, which always was trying to show to African countries, not only to South Africa, its legacy legacy in uh, struggling with uh, uh, colonialism and in South Africa, particularly with apartheid, without mentioning that USSR was a, a big association of 15 countries and uh, each of them was the part of this struggle of African people. This is in the nutshell. The five years that you've been here, you've spoken about the relationship starting to develop, but you must have uh, strong ties. You you must have met many times members from DERCO, people that you've had relationships with, if not strong ties. Of course, this is the systematic and regular work and the relations between the embassy and our representatives here with the government uh, were supported. Uh, meantime, we also have to admit that South Africa being a young democracy also had to deal with a lot of regional issues and built its foreign policy, you know, that uh, the foreign policy is very Africa-centric, and we are not in the main focus of foreign policy of South Africa, which also 
brings some amendments to all the agenda of bilateral relations. Although the world is becoming more and more globalized, and especially today when we see consequences of this war of Russia uh, against Ukraine and the sanctions that were implemented, we see that effect is has been felt immediately everywhere in the world, including South Africa. You talk about the globalization. Um, the, the last month has probably been the most difficult in your life. I mean, we're witnessing a humanitarian crisis. You're far away from home. You probably still have all your family in the Ukraine. What are the thoughts that have been going through your head for the last month? It is indeed the most difficult month in the life of all Ukrainians. It's very uh, unusual feeling because, first of all, being that far, you receive this information about war very surrealistically. But meantime, you have your relatives, your friends, they are losing friends and relatives, you are losing your friends, your house is being destroyed, uh, so you don't expect to see any more that country that you visited recently or where you grew up and the situation is changing every day, you know. We feel that we have to do all what is possible in those places where we are. And that gives us strength. But as well, we receive a lot of support from ordinary people, uh, from different organizations uh, everywhere in uh, South African region. And you already know that we are responsible for 10 countries of the region. And we are trying to keep the connection and to uh, bring the truth and information to fight with disinformation uh, and propaganda that is widely spread here in, in the region. So we are doing uh, our track as much as we can. Uh, meantime, we understand that today Ukrainians are united as never been united before. And uh, from what I feel, even being here in South Africa, that today most of the people feeling themselves as Ukrainians and are proud of this. So this gives me a, a, a hope that we will be able to renew, rebuild everything that was destroyed by, by Russians uh, together with the help of uh, those no, uh, not indifferent people and uh, with, uh, with the support of the governments at the end of the day. Ambassador, you described earlier the relationship you had with the South African government. Were you surprised by their stance then that they've taken with regard to this war? Initially, yes, of course. I believe that the country which is united by those main principles of human rights, of international law, it was very obvious for me that the stance would be a little bit different. Although we see... Uh, this approach today and we have to respect it. This is the internal uh, decision of the country and it would be not diplomatical from my side to comment on this. We have to respect the stance that it is. You say you have received a lot of support from not only ordinary people in South Africa but the other uh, countries that you serve. What would you like ordinary South Africans to do? The voice and assistance, any possible assistance that can be provided to Ukrainians today is uh, crucial. There is not uh, a minimal way that you can help. We are opening different accounts today to provide our people with uh, uh, minimal needs with basic needs and we, we do receive uh, 
uh, this support and we will need it for a long time ahead. That's why I would encourage uh, not to to forget that this war and the courage that uh, Ukrainians are showing today, they're showing not only to protect their land, to protect their self-identity uh, or their human rights, they are doing that to show that in this world, nowhere in the world, you nowhere in the, any place, in any country, these uh, rules and principles can be neglected. That's why the, the support of each particular South African or the person from the region is important. Today, Ukraine is suffering from humanitarian catastrophe that will affect definitely not only Ukraine, not only regionally Europe, but it will affect all the world. The 3.5 million Ukrainians and foreigners who already fled from Ukraine, it's a big number, and we will need to live a new life with this environment. So a lot of challenges, but meantime, in inside of Ukraine, where we don't have any secure corridors for those affected areas, for those affected cities, where thousands hundreds thousand people are stay without food, without water, uh, without medications. We, we have to help as much as we can to get these people out or to provide them with these basic needs and to save their lives. So, Ambassador, the South African Jewish Board of Deputies has been putting out an appeal to, to the Jewish community and, of course, wider South Africans to support and to encourage people to provide um, aid or money or whatever they can to, to different outlets. Do you have a specific message that you'd like to give to the South African Jewish community? First of all, uh, I see the unity of the community and I appreciate it. We were approached immediately by the board members and uh, we discussed what kind of assistance can be received by Ukrainian, what can be provided. I'm very grateful. It supports not only people of Ukraine, it supports every Ukrainian who feels this unity with us. So just remember again that uh, we will need this support quite for a long time and we are counting you. If people would like to give directly to the Ukrainian embassy here in South Africa, what should they do? Well, we have uh, uh, our official web pages and uh, Facebooks and Twitters where you can find all the necessary information on how you can provide assistance either through the embassy or uh, directly to Ukraine. We would encourage uh, those who decide to uh, send any assistance straight to Ukraine just to let us know, to acknowledge this effort that we can understand that uh, the support is coming directly to Ukraine. Meantime, all our emails recently uh, were restored after the cyber attacks. So we are in touch. We are replying every message that we are receiving, uh, even if it's a very short message to say thank you, or if we need to make some uh, policy towards the next steps of cooperation with communities. And, uh, you know, the South African structure of society is very based on communities and uh, we, we encourage different communities to reach uh, out the embassy and to discuss with us what are the better ways uh, of sending assistance or just providing support. The support is also not financial only. Uh, it is the war on different tracks and the main 
weapon that Russia is using is propaganda and disinformation. As soon as we can spread more true information about what is happening, what is the real genocide today in Ukraine, in Ukraine against Ukrainians by Russians, to, to see the main narratives that are trying to be used by Russians in this society, to use some very sensitive issues of the history or sensitive issues of the society. We mustn't allow to make this trauma, which already exists in this uh, particular country, to make it even deeper. You talk about not only financial aid, but uh, you haven't spoke, well, you spoke a bit about the emotional impact that this is having on you personally and indeed all Ukrainians around the world. But as an ambassador in South Africa, do you feel you have the emotional support that you need to carry on your job, whether it be from other diplomats or from your own government or just from ordinary citizens? Because that emotional trauma that you are experiencing needs to be acknowledged as well. We do have emotional support from communities, from ordinary people, uh, from different organizations and uh, business associations, from the layers of science and technology. Believe me, it's very, very helpful. We understand that our situation is quite difficult in this country. Uh, we're not receiving maybe on the governmental level the support that we would receive somewhere in other parts of the world. But we know that we are in much different position than our people in Ukraine. So we are first not complaining. Uh, secondly, we are putting all our efforts now to save as many lives as we can. This is the best what we can do from here. And uh, any kind of emotional, moral support, it is appreciated. And we are spreading this also through our social media. Our people are reading that in Ukraine. They, they see that uh, the part of the world also is aware about the situation, that uh, they are not indifferent again, as I told you. I believe yesterday, yeah, it was yesterday, uh, one artist uh, came and brought us the painting that he uh, wrote for Ukraine and for Ukrainians. So even this kind of support, it's something that keeps you moving. Ambassador, I must commend you because um, I have seen your name, if not your face, in all our media. Um, I know you've spoken at the Press Club. I, I, I have the Citizen Open and uh, I see you've done an article with them. You've been featured on News24. You are doing your country extremely proud in terms of getting the message out there. And I really would like to commend you. It can't be easy, but you're doing an absolutely amazing job. We have a very tiny embassy, not a big one, but uh, everyone is working day and night to deliver the best uh, our work. Ambassador, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on Chai. Thank you very much. That was Ambassador Lubov Abravitova, the Ukrainian ambassador to South Africa.